Welcome back to Hope You're Ready, and I'm your host, Will, and my uh, co-host this week is... Frank. Frank. <laughs> okay, who are you, Frank? I mean... I'm Frank. <laughs> I'm Frank it? from your favorite uh, episode of Black Mirror, uh, the episode titled uh, Hang the DJ. And I'm not going to say any more than that because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Okay. So I'm Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome, Frank. And so our guests out there, we want to say Happy New Year to you. It is 2018. Can you believe it? 2018. Uh, Uh, I mean, I'm like, like, this year marks the 20th year since I graduated high school and I'm like which is why I'm like uh it's just like <laughs> a reminder like it's like I know most people are like oh it's 2018 a new year new me new whatever the hell and I'm just like um really yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know I I mean even though I don't do resolutions you know for the for months now I've been kind of researching whether I wanted to go vegan or do the low carb and things like that. So you kind of inspired me. So I started doing research on the green tea smoothies and I found a book on it with recipes and all of that. And so I'm, as we speak, tomorrow I'm going to be buying um, the ingredients for my 10-day detox. And I'm going to start, I guess I'll, I can't say I'm going to be a smoothie. Because, <laughs> you know, some people say, uh-huh. but I'm going to start doing the green tea. I mean, green tea, green smoothie um, twice a day and then have a nice dinner like salad and fish or something like that um so i'm looking forward to it i'm not going to store but and you know i want to lose weight but i like the idea that you know it's kind of detoxing your system so your body can you know absorb the nutrients and things that you need to um so you can be healthy so yes i want to lose weight because for this cruise i'm going on towards the end of 2018 i want to walk around with a fig leaf and if i get and if i get Pull really out the right, old fig leaf. yeah and if i get really right i ain't gonna write, even wear that so mm. <laughs> but i just want to be healthier feel better so that is something I'm doing for 2018 and beyond. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. You have any things you're doing different for, for the year? Um, well, I, uh, I was going to say nothing, but I, uh, things that I'm doing different for this year would be um, not allowing other people to uh, prevent me from doing the things that I really want to do. And I know that that seems like, you know, to say, I guess that in the past people were, I was allowing people to hold me back or something like that, which I guess technically that means yes, I was. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, I, I, I feel like just this year, I just feel like I'm going to get back to really, really just doing the things that I really, really want to do along with, Doing things, you know, doing things for other people and, and, and such as well. But I think that the thing I really just need to get back to is me. The, mm-hmm. And the person I need to get back to is me. Yeah. Because uh, 
because it's just so easy, which I found, which I found out in that it's so easy to get so caught up in other people, the people that are in your life or or whomever, and just doing things, you know. And the year goes by so quickly that you end up realizing that every holiday was about somebody else, including mm-hmm. possibly your own birthday and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so speaking of that, my birthday is coming up as well. Oh, and, uh, that's right. I actually have no idea what I'm going to do. And my birthday actually falls on a Saturday this time, which oh, it only happens like every, but I only get this, like, it seems like every seven years or something before my birthday <laughs> falls, you know, being in February or whatever, it mm-hmm. seems like my birth. it takes forever for my birthday to get on even a Friday or Saturday or something like that. So right. uh, I feel like I'm supposed to be really doing something. Yeah. But, uh, but usually what I do, because it takes so long for my birthday to get on a Saturday, usually mm-hmm. I just take the whole month and every weekend I try to, I try to uh, do something I've never done or right. kind of like expand myself. To me, February is like my beginning of the year. Uh-huh. I use that as, you know, like the, the time that I'm going to start new things is that's kind of been my thing for probably right. over a decade or so already that every February is about doing something different, right? you know, that I, or doing something that I've been wanting to do that, you know, I just seem to never make time for. I always, you know, pick one of those things or a couple of those things for each weekend. Right. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's a good good outlook to have. Um and even though I don't call mine resolutions or anything like that, you know, I decided that this year I'm gonna take more time, kinda like what you were saying, time for myself to be away from work. Um, I mean my nine to five <laughs> work <laughs> because you know, not the corner that you usually go to. No, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do that every day. <laughs> no, I'm saying you're not taking a break from that. It's nah. the nine to five that we need to break yeah, from. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, by the end of last year, I I normally <laughs> don't take vacation until the very end of the year. I always take. Um, the week of my birthday off, which is October, uh, week in October, and then I'll do, you know, Christmas. We get the week of Christmas off anyway, and so that whole beginning of the year, I usually don't take time off. And so for 2017, I was really stressed out. I I was it wasn't a good feeling. <laughs> so yeah. and you know, it's you know, I was always like I don't have all that much time to take. So like this year, um I'm gonna do like some three day weekends and you know, a three or four yeah. day weekends so I can get away from the office. You oh, know, yeah. I, like, I like my job, but it's it can be very stressful the way it is very stressful. Um, but I don't want to feel like I did at the end of last year where I was like, just get me out of here. I need time yeah. away. And even, and so with me doing the, the travel business now, my complete trip.com, my complete trip.com, <laughs> you know, I have the opportunity to, you know, kind of travel and, you know, do it for a little less or get some kind of benefit from me traveling, like a free night at a hotel or something like that. So I'm going to take advantage of it because, you know. Well, I was just, I was thinking like at first when you was talking, I was like, well, shoot, maybe I need to (laughs) take like a week off or something like that. But then as you continue, I was like, well, I I guess I do uh, uh, take time off because, you know, for for um for me, I didn't uh end my year that way, but thinking back, I do end up at least ever so often, every probably four months or so. It seems I end up having some kind of trip where, even if it's just like you said, like a a three or four day weekend, mm-hmm. I might just take 
the literal just weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and it can just be one or two nights. And probably most of the time, it's just one night out of town somewhere on a beach mm-hmm. or something like that. And just, and it, and it just really does a lot to rejuvenate you and just, you know, help you clear your mind, depending on how you spend it, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, how you spend that time away. Because, you know, and, and I think sometimes people may see me and feel, you know, uh, people that I know that are workaholics as well, they're like, you know, they don't know how to disconnect. Right. You know, you know, from work or whatever when they're supposed to be either just on a weekend or or, or vacation or anything like that. And I'm mm-hmm. I feel like I'm pretty good at disconnecting. Mm-hmm. Like when it's time to go out and do you know, so I guess, you know, I don't yeah. know. I've gotten I've gotten a lot better with that because, <clears throat> you know, this job, which I've been at for three years, a little more than three years, was the first job I've been hired by somebody else since I lost my sight. Um, and so when I first got there, I was like, oh, I got to be just on point. I got to get this right. Um, so it, that was stressful. And I always, you know, I can work from home or, you know, I'm out and about at meetings. So I have to have email or access to email on my phone. And I would just constantly be checking emails and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) And I'm like, so now, even though I have to have emails on my phone, I have the Outlook app where I can con- control it because when I do email through the native iPhone app, I'm noticing it more. So with the Outlook app, I'm not paying attention to it because I'm never, <laughs> I'm not yeah. there unless I need to be there and I don't get the little notifications or feeling the phone vibrate. So that's helped out a lot. Like when I'm not at work, I'm not thinking about work, especially right. Because I get a lot of emails, or you know, exactly. if I have to prepare for a meeting, you know, that's different. But I'm not, you know, constantly thinking about work when I'm off. So that's that's been a good help. So I think with doing this uh, green smoothie detox. And getting all that gunk out of my system, I think I'm a, I'm gonna feel better, and you know get my allergies feeling a little better. Because oh, I didn't tell you, I don't think on Christmas Day, Christmas Day, I got up, went to the bathroom, got back in bed, and because I have allergies so much, you get. Um, like the fluid buildup in your head. And I had gotten, it's some kind of temporary form of vertigo. So I laid laid on one side of the bed and I got so dizzy. It felt like I was about to fall out the other side of the bed and I don't have a small bed. (laughs) I was like, oh, I feel like Wendy Williams. (laughs) I'm about to fall out on the stage. You so was I, like, that guy doggone co-host of mine talking about that bitch, and now I got the shit. <laughs> and it was like, I didn't feel faint or anything, but I was like, and it's all because I have allergies basically all of the time because I live around a lot of cedar and a lot of grasses that I'm allergic to. Even the dog has... <laughs> says allergy is really bad so mm. yeah so i think the dog have allergy you just needed some bussy no nah, <laughs> when i'm getting that <laughs> i'm getting that my nose be running i be like oh what oh no because <laughs> <laughs> i'm always congested not you know sometimes it's not as bad as other times but i'm always congested that's true. So I think with this, and you know, I'm going to get some of that stuff out. And then, 
I was reading some recipes for the smoothies where you can, it works on allergies and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Not to say it's going to get rid of all of them, but anything <laughs> is better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm like breathing hard. I'm like, God damn it, I ain't no sumo wrestler. And then I've been kind of paying attention to politics, but not really. <laughs> because, like, who wants to? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm paying attention because, you know, they... um they passed the tax reform. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out how much I'm going to see, you know, improvement in my paycheck. Interesting. Um, and then it's not going to be a lot because they, the, some independent studies that have said that the average person is going to see like $9 more in their paycheck. And so I'm not sure whether I'll get less or more than that. What's interesting with that is that I didn't know that, but I do know that uh, in the Philippines, they're also doing that. Mm, okay. So, yeah, yeah interesting. And it's, yeah. I think it's already going gone into effect in the Philippines. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going into effect here too. Like, I think it's just recently, maybe like, uh, maybe even a matter of weeks or so ago. I don't know. Or maybe as of this year. Okay. Not sure. Yeah. Um, in the U.S., it went into effect in December, like literally a couple of days <laughs> before the new year. Yeah. Um, and so the IRS, because they usually, when they pass laws, they usually give the agencies in charge of that law time to develop regulations and stuff and that takes about a year because they have to write it have that um where people can comment on it and take it back and make changes but they made it effective january 1st so the um they say we should start seeing thing different things in our paychecks in february but then the IRS says that they have to put out a calculator so we can make sure that we're taking the right amount out of every check or else come next year tax time we you know if we don't pay attention to that we could owe the government like a lot of money when you usually never pay so but I'm doesn't like, it <clears throat> mm-hmm. but doesn't it like when they uh, do this whole thing where it's basically, I guess, the taxpayers are supposed to start seeing a slight increase of money that they take home, I guess. But then at the same time, uh, the cost of your goods and services and stuff are going to go up to basically take that money that you're supposed to be saving and then some. Well... <laughs> Cost of living has gone up, I think, just about everywhere. Unless you live in, like, a small town, cost of living has gone up. Because in my, yeah. you know, from the people I know, I don't know anybody who's able to uh, survive, well, not survive, but live comfortably <laughs> on, and having one income in the house. Um, and I'm not talking about rich people, but, you know, the average working person, a lot of times you, you're not able to have one income in the house and still, you know, pay all the bills, <laughs> like, on time. Uh, and if you do, you're not getting to do anything. <clears throat> so, you know, I, I don't know what, you know, the tax reform is going to, look like for me but not until that calculator comes out that the irs is doing so i can kind of add up to make sure the right amount is taken out because i will be pissed off if i have to write like, right to the on government. top of all the horribleness of being 
Mm-hmm. A taxpayer already, and then now you gotta really pay on top of the crap that they already did take from you. Right, right. So I don't know. It's a it's a lot. Um, and like I said, I don't know what I'll see. What kind of improvement I'll see, um, if any. Yeah, like <laughs> where that's enough. Where when I do have to adjust what I send to or have taken out, it'll be like I'm not getting anything. And you know, they're basically gonna give you like a a, a credit to to get one free Uber per month. Yeah, if that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's only one way. Yeah. <laughs> You're not yeah, going to get around. To say, I was about to say, because as close as I live to my job, I was like, that $9, <laughs> that's one way. Yeah, that's why it's not nine. It's only like about four. So you're gonna yeah. go one way. That's all. That's that was your savings for the month. Yeah. When they get done with with putting this calculator together. Yeah. I don't know. It's in you know the bulk of the the benefits of the tax tax reform went to companies and those with the highest. Uh, I think it was half of a percent or one percent. Um, of people with money, so, and then their reform is permanent. The regular taxpayers, ours is temporary. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so that's as much as I've been paying attention to politics because I'm just, well, I, I've, I did read the book, the. Um, the Michael Wolf book about what's it called? Fire and Fury um, inside the Trump White House. And I didn't like it. (laughs) I have not, you know, I'm not the politic person. I have not even heard about this. So I'm just, I'm hearing about it from you. Yeah. It came out this year. This guy, Michael Wolf, he's a journalist and I've not heard of him before, um, but he was inside the White House um, and on the campaign trail with Trump for 18 months. And from what I gather, he made them think that it was going to be like a fluff piece, like, oh, the the Trump White House is so great. Well, the book was anything but that. It was the exact opposite of that. And, you know, I've read other post-election campaign books by different journalists, and I actually like them because it's well-sourced. But this book I really didn't like because I don't like the guy's writing style. And he has so many un, unnamed sources, and it's just like a little bitch party where people are talking about, oh, this person's crazy, the president's crazy, but they're still working for him. So mm-hmm. it's, to me, it feels like tabloid stuff. Um, like, usually I get something out of these types of books. Um, you know, whether it's like Mitt Romney and he wasn't able to show his, you know, personal side on the campaign trail, because if he had, he probably would have won against Obama. This one, I just was like, why am I reading this book? I read it because I started, (laughs) started and I was like, I want to finish it because I'm doing a reading challenge. So I was like, okay, this will be <laughs> one book off of my reading challenge. Um, but it was, and you know, I do listen to the audio book and it was basically 12 hours of life that I'll never get back. <laughs> wow. I surely do hate that for you. Yeah. Um, the I want to ask you, about the only crap that I think I might know going on with politics, and that's dealing with Omarosa. 
Oh. And she I was and you talk and that she <laughs> yeah, and then she uh you was talking about books and I, I think I've heard that she's talking about writing a book. You know so, I, if she to does. expose all of this stuff and I just really wonder what do you think about all that? If she does, I hope it flops because I mean she stayed there because if she was so irritated or disgusted, I think is the word that she used. Um, she should have left because all this time she's been, you know, and she's been purposely causing shit with the black community. Um, you know, you know how everybody knows how Amarosa is. So if I, if she does, I hope it flops because she's just a bitch. And <laughs> she's, she's at least in her political life. I don't know about with her. I'm not, I think she's a co-pastor or assistant pastor at a church. And I heard a lot of those members left with her crazy ass. <laughs> she's an associate pastor. <laughs> yeah. Why do I why do I get the vibe from what you're telling me? Uh, it's reminding me of that movie Deliver Us from Evil. <laughs> 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 the character that uh Gabrielle Union played. Yeah. <laughs> like she was this beautiful uh chocolate woman and all this, but yet yeah. she had like she was so damn evil. Yeah. Even at the church she was like yeah. critiquing the pastors and stuff. Yeah. You gonna make me yeah. wanna watch Watch that movie tonight. <laughs> I feel like watching yeah. it anyway. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I don't know, and I don't think a lot of people know who Amarosa really is, but from what she has chosen to put out there on how she acts around people and just her whole demeanor, I hope her, if she writes a book, I hope it flops. Because well, no one, I no, who wants to hear from her? She's she's a washed up uh, reality star. That while she's everybody knows her name, she's never she's never won the apprentice. I don't think she's always getting fired, and she got fired again by Trump. <laughs> Just, yeah, everybody but noticed what? it. And I don't really pay much attention to her or anything, but I feel like this is some kind of like is this whole thing of her getting fired out the White House and all uh, escorted out and all that stuff, and then now she's gonna write the book and whatever. I feel like it's just a big scheme. I feel like all of them are in on this, and this is like a setup for her. She might be getting like. This might lead to a movie and all kinds of crap. Yeah. And I feel like her and Trump, I do. I don't know because they just, I just, I don't know. But I just feel like this is about to be like some huge, like some, she's going somewhere. It ain't like she's about to just go into obscurity right now. I mean, I just don't she's... feel that. I feel like she's, I feel like her book is going to be successful. So one way or another, if they got to keep this, whole charade up going into the book and then some other crap kicks off you know but i feel like in her book it's not gonna really say anything kind of like how with the, you were expecting to get something out of whoever this wolf person i feel like this book is not gonna really expose it it's just gonna be a whole lot of hype and i feel like this whole hype mm -hmm. all of this hype is gonna set her up for either her own show or some kind uh, of movie or some kind of something uh, where she's actually about to have a much larger career going on, whether she and Trump publicly make up. And I say publicly because I think that they are still cool anyway. And I, I, whether they publicly make up, make, you know, make amends or whatever with each other or not, I feel like something is gonna, they're just cooking up some stuff. I don't. I don't think she's gonna go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's wishful thinking. <laughs> I don't think she's gonna go into obscurity, but she's not gonna be some big time TV talk show host because people don't like her. Like mm. they they love to hear like when, and it wasn't true that she was escort, escorted out of the mm. White House, but. 
people ate that up because they don't right. like her ass because she's put that that out there. She could be could that be just she could be person, perfectly nice in the real world, but I'm just talking about what she puts out there in the public. And she's a bitch. Um, nobody Olivia Pope her. might be on this. Hmm? Olivia Pope might be on this because I feel like somehow they're going to I just feel like somehow they're going to spin this. I mean, and she's even... going to try to spin it because she's written a book before which flopped. Um, yeah. I just think I I get where you're coming from yeah. and I believe that she, she's going to try because she did it the very next day when she was fired and tried to say that she wasn't. <laughs> um, I just think she's a liar and whether I think I don't know whether that's what she wanted to continue to put out there from the apprentice days, but <clears throat> you know what I feel like mm-hmm. in this in this time, just about all any of these people can totally turn like turn their whole public perception like on a dime, and I wouldn't even be surprised if probably by this time next year. People, more people are actually appreciating Donald Trump for some reason or another. Like they're just gonna cook up some stuff. And and for example, I I can I I try to halfway predict what could happen even with Omarosa. She can write this book, and somehow in this book she can end up joining the Me Too movement. And now everybody is on her side. And even if we ain't like the bitch before, whatever she might say in this book or whatever she might say on the book tour can somehow make people be like, oh, my God, we hate her, but nobody should go through that. (laughs) See, I don't know, because I think Amarosa has already put all the stuff. I think I, I just think she's a liar and she's she's fame hungry. And she, at least for how, and I know she worked in the, she was low level in the Clinton White House and stuff like that, but I think she's fame hungry. And if she wasn't, she wouldn't be this bitch that she portrayed on Apprentice. You know who I want to know? I want to know, do, how do, does she get along with Diamond and Silk? I doubt it. I wonder what do they think about her since they stumped for Trump so hard. I wonder do they what do they like? Do they like her or not? I can imagine anybody who's an enemy of Trump yeah. is an enemy of theirs automatically. Yeah, because they typically um, will parrot whatever he right. Is and- Even if he like if he if she when she was in we was cool with her, but when she got fired we ain't we don't like her either. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well. And I've I see their stuff in my feed sometimes, but I never click on it because I haven't watched them in a while. And no I, shade. I just have. I just been really busy. Yeah. And they're doing. Like they're doing some different stuff with their channel, but then it's still kind of geared. A lot of it is geared towards supporting Trump, but I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm done with Amorosa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's done too. <laughs> At least in the White House. <laughs> um, let's see, what else has been going on? Oh, I'm trying to really push my travel business this year and beyond. Because ideally, and you know how they say you gotta speak it into existence. I wanna speak it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I wanna get this <laughs> travel business up to where at the end of the year I can be have the choice on whether I wanna continue to work at the nine to five or if I wanna yeah. say, you know, I'm gonna focus on this. So over this next year, I want to kind of work the business so I can 
first make the money I need for bills and stuff like that. But then I want to make the money I want. So, you know, I can travel or I can say, hey, I'm going to take a flight to, I don't know, Hawaii. For Tahiti. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to go to the Caribbean for, you know. Or the Philippines or, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, poor dog. She would be like, I got the pee. <laughs> yeah that one i would have to kind of do the um um take you know the layover you have to put gypsy in like a little small kitty pool on the plane Mm -hmm. so that she can piss and shit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that'll be yeah that would be definitely interesting. Yeah. Because, you know, normally we don't feed them or give them water before a flight so they won't, you know, have to shit, shit or piss. But I don't know. You might how... have to give her a tranquilizer. <laughs> I put a diaper on her ass. <laughs> Sorry, dog lovers. I didn't mean it. <laughs> put a Put one of them doggy diapers on her ass. Ew, that'd be or that, yeah. Either way, it's gonna be gross. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know somebody who did a flight overseas, but that was just to uh, Spain, so that's not nearly as far. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, because even doing a layover, that would take me to, oh, either Japan. Or what? Um, I don't know. Question: When you're on the layover with with a dog, is there like a special area where you can take the dog within the airport to like, you know, do it, do their business? In the U.S., they there are more airports getting the relief area inside the security area because before. They you would have to go outside the airport, therefore have to yeah go going through a whole lot of hassle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's more airports that they are setting up these areas inside security <clears throat> where you can take your dog to relieve them. Mm, so that's a little bit scarier than if you're going to travel internationally, I guess, because. What yeah. if the other airports don't accommodate for that and now you got to leave outside of the airport in a whole different country that you don't even really know mm-hmm. anything about and then now you got to make your way back inside the airport and make your way back to your terminal. Mm-hmm. Well, most times, well, in the U.S., if I do, I always, if I have to do a layover, I always get an escort to take me over there Um, because I don't want to be rushing or late and trying to figure out where to go. Um, So I always get an escort. Um, And when you tell them that you have a disability or you have a service animal, most airlines that I've been on, they automatically, like when you land, somebody's there waiting on you. So that's good, but I don't I don't know how that will work, especially out there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I'll have to look that up and put it on um, my travel blogs <laughs> site. So, any entertainment or hot topics going on? As always, I always got some stuff, and I'm trying to figure out how much time do you have because I can try to run through these really quick. <laughs> yeah, I think we can run through them. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm just gonna start talking. Here we go. We got Coachella. The people. I'm all into music, so we're starting with this 
Coachella, the Coachella uh, lineup has been announced for this year, and we got Beyonce, Eminem, and The Weeknd. Uh, I bring that up because not not only because I like Beyonce, of course. Uh, I don't like Eminem or The Weeknd. I'm just not gonna even lie. But there was a lot of uh, talk about whether she was gonna bring Destiny's Child and have like a big reunion or whatever. And then supposedly that was all some mess that was cooked up, and that just ain't gonna happen. Um, but I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Beyonce on this whole Coachella thing, especially it's going to be the first first big performance, I guess, unless she performs at the Grammys, which is before then, uh, unless she ends up performing at the Grammys in February, this will be one of the big performances since she's had the, uh, the babies. Because the last performance, that, the last big performance we had from her was... Uh, the performance that she did the whole lemonade uh, like mashup or whatever while she was still had her big belly and all of that stuff. Moving on. Um, Super Bowl. Of course, we got Justin Timberlake is going to be performing. I'm not really feeling it. I think I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl this year because I'm not really feeling Justin Timberlake and I haven't been feeling him ever since the whole debacle that he did at the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson. So, of course, naturally with him uh, being announced as the performer, a lot of people are kind of pressuring him to apologize to Janet and make it right and all this stuff. And people want to see Janet back up on the Super Bowl stage and all that. And I think that would be the only way that I would end up watching the Super Bowl this year. But they're going to have to tell me in no uncertain terms, like, I need to hear Janet Jackson speak it out of her own mouth and say, I'm going to be there, so please turn on the channel. Because I have a feeling that they're going to, that they probably will bring her up there, but it won't be, like, announced. It'll just be something that will just happen. But I feel like this year's Super Bowl is about to be probably the lowest uh, viewed, and I feel like they're going to somehow blame it on Janet Jackson. And I'm just not feeling that. Moving on. Uh, st- uh, Mary J. Blige then went, went on ahead and bought her a star on the walk of fame. <laughs> and, and I'm joking, but I don't know. I heard that you can't actually can buy them, but um, she actually got a star on the walk of fame. And I just feel like, you know, she, I, in my mind, she's pretty much the queen of hip hop. I guess hip hop, maybe hip hop soul. I don't know. But she's going to be honored on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And uh, actually, I think as of this recording, she's already been honored. This was in earlier in January. January 11th is when that happened. So congrats to Mary J. Blige. Um, for some reason, the doggone escape singers feel like we ready for them to go on tour again. And they just wrapped up their tour. I believe it was New Year's Eve was their last uh, performance that they did in Atlanta. Well, all of a sudden, here they go announcing that they're about to come back again and Canterbury's is actually going to be part of it. Even though uh, while they were on the current tour, they did an interview on the show, Watch What Happens Live, and uh, they they were asked the question about if the group is going to be recording any new music. Well, they said, yes, we're going to record new music, but Candy is not going to be part of the new music. So far, they've been releasing some other songs. I actually have not bothered to dig around and find them, but I heard, I've heard that they've been releasing either some snippets or some songs have come out. And at the same time, uh, the other three singers, Tiny, Latasha, and uh, Tamika, they're all actually recording solo projects at this time. I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. The only person I'm looking forward to hearing is Latasha. Um, Kanye West and Kim Kardashian have had another baby, this time by surrogate. And it was a baby girl. She's been, you know, she's here now. And what would we want to name her? <laughs> we have uh, who we have already. We have uh, Northwest. We have... Uh, what is the boy Stank West? And now we have Chicago West. Did you say Stank West? Uh, Saint. Saint. Oh. Saint. <laughs> so we have Northwest, Saint West, 
Kanye West, Kim West, and the newest addition is Chicago West. Yeah. I don't know why. But that's 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 my idol, so we ain't gonna do him. Congrats to Kanye and Kim for their new baby and uh hopefully Chicago West uh goes on to do some great things. Meanwhile, we got uh fifty cent being mad because uh P. Diddy done went on well P. Diddy now known as Brother Love, supposedly he's been changing his, he's, he's planning to change his name to Love or Brother Love, one of the two. He went on uh, the Breakfast Club and he said some statements. Basically, he ended up saying that, oh yeah, 50 Cent love me. Well, apparently 50 Cent said, the fuck you say, Brother Love? You want to buy me some sexy clothes? Nigga, get your fruity ass out of here, you fucking punk. So uh, I just personally feel like that was an interesting story because in the black community, why do we always have this whole thing of, because if you, I didn't hear the whole interview, but I heard enough snippets to understand that um, brother love was coming from a standpoint of that he doesn't, he doesn't uh, think of, think negatively about his black brothers and things like uh, any, any man. You know, so he's, you know, he was like, yeah, he loved me, whatever. He, it wasn't, to me, it didn't come across as that, but I guess coming off the heels of him being on a, another pod, on a podcast right before that where he was, uh, seemed to be quite tipsy and he was making some, kind, I guess, questionable comments, you know, where people were starting to kind of wonder if he was kind of coming out of the closet mm. on the heels of that him to go on the breakfast club and say yeah 50 cent loved me i guess 50 cent you know i guess having his own uh sexuality being questioned through throughout his career as well he want to distance himself from that so now he comes out with this whole you know with that posting that i just uh quoted you know and then the picture of him is him looking all mean mugging with a, a big cigar in his hand like he's so hard i'm just like okay Whatever, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, hope you was ready for that. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> he's not, after people clowned him about the brother love, he said he was joking. Because, you know, right. the, uh, the wrestler, well, he wasn't a wrestler, but he was a manager called Brother Love, right. who's originally, who's from Houston, <laughs> by the way. Right. Yeah. He said that he was just joking and that he was just drinking or whatever. And then he came back and, and, and basically said that he's not joking recently. Oh. So so that's why that's all cooked back up again because now he's oh. saying that he's really going to go ahead and go through with it. You know what? He, <laughs> that's, I, w- I would love to have so much money that I didn't have anything to do but change my name. No matter what his name is this week, I just want to uh, get, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on to TV news. <laughs> well, those, I think we mentioned this on the podcast before that, they, that it was a lot of, I guess, speculation or talks going on with this whole sister-sister uh, reboot. Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Well, Jack A then went on to Steve Harvey's show, and she said that it's happening. She said she's excited. That Tia and Tia, Tia and Tamara, those are babies, and whatever they want to leave her alone, she can't get away from these women or whatever. Basically, she's went on the show and saying that it's gonna happen. But the only thing that's going on is how come ABC haven't confirmed that? Why come there's no there's nobody no network confirming what she said? So you know, and and even if they're even if a network does come out and say even you know, whether it's Netflix or whomever. Do we really need that? Do we really want that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like it's, I feel like, I don't know. Maybe they should just leave well enough alone. Yeah, because I'm not sure what, what storyline they would have. Now, saying that, I do kind of like the Fuller House, like the Full House uh, reboot. I do like that one. Um, so I'm pretty sure I would kind of at least watch one season of a reboot of Sister, Sister. 
I can't. I can't promise I, that. I think <laughs> it'll probably be. I don't think they will be the sole focus for the reboot. Mm. I think they'll be like moms and. It'll be focused on their kids or something like that. Well, they did do, didn't they? They did Raven's House. They, uh-huh. That show kind of got rebooted, and and mm-hmm. I've heard that it's been successful. I think they even have another season of it coming up mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. And I think I might have even heard that they was trying to get whoever that crazy guy is to join. I'm not sure. That, that could be totally wrong. But some of these things need to leave well enough alone in my opinion and speaking of that actually i want to move on to something else that i think needs to be left alone even (laughs) uh apparently there's a a crossover episode being planned for how to get away with murder and scandal and and even though i've i've even caught myself wanting to have something like a how to get away with murder mixed with scandal mixed with uh, what's that Grey's Anatomy kind of situation, mm-hmm. but I wanted it as like a movie. I kind of wanted it like even not even necessarily like a blockbuster type movie. I wanted it just like just a one episode kind of thing. This like give us like a good hour and a half or something after commercials. So I guess that would make it a two hour show. And just give us a whole big world of this. How they can mash, you know, mix and mash each other, something like that. But I don't know what this is about to be. And <laughs> I don't even know. Because I, I tried to get into Scandal, and I could not. I couldn't even make it past the first episode. And I love the, that, that, that woman who, Carrie uh, Washington, uh, the main character and I love her acting and everything ever since I first saw her in uh, the movie Ray with Jamie Foxx I loved her but I just can't get into that show and I never was able to get into that Grace Anatomy either but I, I do think that it would have been interesting to see it just as one big like TV made for TV movie situation where we could see all of the you know the great characters on there interacting and you know do, doing their doing their thing but for those people who love all uh, both How to Get Away with Murder and Scandal, I guess you'll be happy, you know, that that's going to happen. But me, I think I'm more into Netflix, and that kind of leads me into my uh, final situation because I feel like both of us <laughs> might have something to say with this because, you know, our uh, auntie Monique have something to say about Netflix and um, she want us to boycott Netflix. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. She posted to her Instagram a video of her saying to boycott Netflix because they only offered her 500k for a comedy special and after giving Amy Schumer 13 million, giving Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle 20 million. And she talks in the video about how she asked them, you know, what's the difference? Why are they uh, offering her 500000 in in comparison? And then they said something about uh, the talent or whatever. And then she said, uh, she basically read to them, I guess, her resume, saying I'm an Oscar-winning uh, actress and all of this stuff. And they told her that we don't go based off of resume. And then... And in explaining why they uh, pay Amy Schumer the $13 million, they essentially read back to her Amy Schumer's resume <laughs> mm-hmm. as, as for their reasoning. So she wants us to boycott uh, them claiming that they have a color bias, which I can't get with the color bias because she put hashtag color bias on her in the, in the description of her video. And that part kind of throws me off if you're going to say color bias because you also mentioned Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle had huger deals than Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. So how can it be a color bias and they just paid Dave Chappelle $20 million for two, two, two specials that he did? I think it was... No, I think it was three. Yeah. Three or four. But, you know, and I actually... I thought he got paid more than that, but... He got paid you know, $49 million. 
Yeah, because I could have swore I had – I thought we even mentioned it on the podcast before, how much he got. And I thought it was – that. I I thought it was – actually, I thought it was like $20 per thing or something like that because it was like some really huge number that he ended up getting in the end. That was probably something like sixty or fifty or something million. It was something yeah, crazy. It was it was forty nine because I remember he did an interview on the Breakfast Club, and they were like, you know, because he left the Chappelle show and they offered him fifty million, and then somebody made the comment, "Oh, you're getting you ended up getting the fifty million anyway." Years later. So, you know, it kind of brings up the issue of it, do people think that Monique is really funny anymore and the, how does she compare to, like, even Amy Schumer? And no. Personally, I don't even find Amy Schumer funny. I don't think so, a lot of people. I think Monique is more talented than Amy Schumer, but I think Amy Schumer was able to get that money because she's out there right now. Right. That's what I, that's what, when she was saying, you know, in her video about, you know, I, I felt like Netflix was going to say that, or or maybe they did and she's just re-editing, you know, just editing the story. I don't know, but I feel like that's what would have been a more appropriate response from Netflix. Like, well, hey, Amy Schumer's in like dog dang near every movie you turn around and look at, you know, mm-hmm. and she's just. You know, whether she's funny or not, people are hiring her for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, she's out here getting these getting these coins, so we got to step up our, you know, co- you know, money in order to get her, mm-hmm. you know, to even pay attention to us versus Monique, who's probably not in her, maybe one, <laughs> one movie per year or one or two, you know, something like that per year. It's not, they probably feel like, well, hey, she ain't doing nothing, so she should be really glad that we're offering mm-hmm. her half a million dollars to even do one special. Yeah. I hope you know, she does it because I think if she gets out there on a on a large scale um, to remind people how funny she is, I think it'll do wonders. I think it'll get people off that thing where oh she's difficult to work with and I get yeah. to get people past the stuff she has with Oprah and Tyler Perry and uh, what's her name Lee Daniels she, yeah I hope she does it I but see here's it. the thing but here's the thing though after her posting this video and starting all of this thing about boycotting Netflix would they even want her now. Like now, even if she did, even if she have, even if she's already recorded her specials for them, already, and then now she's doing this whole thing. Like, would they even be behind something like this as a publicity stunt? Now, didn't Amy Schumer? I think, and I could be wrong. I think yeah, they offered she had Amy a situation Sch- too. Schumer less. It was still more than fifty. It was eleven million. Cause she also talks. Monique also said that in her video too that they mm-hmm. offered her eleven, and then she went back and fought for the additional two million, saying something about whatever mm-hmm. with her talent and whatever, and that they went ahead and gave in and gave her an additional two million. But, mm-hmm. but I'm just curious. That I'm just wondering, like, could she have possibly burned this bridge before it even? Like, cause like I said, even if she's already recorded the videos and stuff for them, with her coming out to do this, with with them already being able to cancel, basically cancel or possibly even be re-recording, uh, what's that crap with Kevin Spacey? Oh, Sorry, uh, House of Cards fans, did <laughs> I called yeah. it crap? Well, they but, hadn't they hadn't started filming that season yet. You know, but even with them doing that on Mm -hmm. such a huge Mm -hmm. show, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know because I feel like, like you said, I wish that she would have, if this is what they did offer, I wish she would have taken it even if she considered that that was crap or whatever. Maybe this is her trying to fight for more. I don't know. Either if, if if she gets more 
and she's satisfied with what they're going to give her, then that will be wonderful so that she can do this. Because I feel like even with the 500K, yeah, that's, 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 that's fucked up or whatever. But I wish that she would have, if she would have taken it, that she could have used that platform to say all of the stuff that she does on her podcast and, and other things to, to use that platform to really speak on the whole Hollywood situation and make it funny and do what she does, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like she would have been, she would have been, she would have been given that platform to do whatever, you know, to make, you know, do the comedy that she does and, and give that message that she's trying to give out in this moment right. and, and make people really understand it on a larger scale that she's really trying to do this for the next generation of people that's coming up you know, and the little girls that are seeing this and they can, you know, they want to be actresses or comedians or whatever they want to be, that they can actually grow up into a world that actually appreciates them and appreciates their talent uh, properly with the proper dollar amounts and everything that goes along with that. Mm. So I don't know. But that's all I got for entertainment news. (laughs) Well, that was pretty good. So um, that's all we have today. If you want to have a a topic discussed on the podcast, you can hit us up at hyrpodcast.gmail.com, hyrpodcast.gmail.com. Be sure to like the Facebook page at Hope You Ready Podcast. Hope You Ready Podcast. And until next time... (laughs) 